Hey guys, welcome to Unleash Podcast, brought to you by Hidden Gen, where we talk about how to unleash your hidden potential. I'm your host, Yuri Diorgenes, and we have a great episode for you today, featuring Daniel Borden. Thank you for being on, Daniel. Hey, thank you for having me, Yuri. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Before we jump into today's topics, we would like to invite you to subscribe to this podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. You can always find this podcast in our uh, hiddengene.net website, again, hiddengene.net. And if you live in the area and you have not been at Hidden Gene, make sure to grab a free trial pass at hiddengene.net. All right, Daniel. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Couldn't be better. How about you? Awesome. I'm doing great, too. All right, then let's uh, let's start uh, talking a little bit about the background. So one of the reasons why Greg uh, invited you to this podcast is to talk a little bit about um, your transformation, your recent uh, uh, weight loss and building muscle uh, type of transformation. So let's get started talking a little bit about that and, um, and, and start with some lessons learned throughout the process. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I so I actually started this journey for myself uh, around the, towards the end of summer 2021, so about five, six months ago. And I, I dove full in. I actually uh, just, it was just walked into Hidden Gym. Uh, I have a state farm agency across the street, so <laughs> it was perfect for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I went in and was like, hey, I, I want to take this seriously. And um, so I needed a trainer. I signed up for two times a week. I was fortunate enough to collaborate with a few people on, on the Hidden Gym team, mm-hmm. um, Greg and, and Steven and, um, and, and several others, um, as well as Chris. So essentially, it was a process of, hey, uh, Daniel, you're going to have to stick with the diet, and that's going to be step one, and of course, the, the training, and I didn't realize how much of a learning curve there would be to getting my diet right. Uh-huh. Um, I felt, even after two weeks of it, I felt like a million bucks, um, but I, I was not fully, I wasn't totally strict on, on it. It was like, I, I was I was eating better foods but the the ratios were off. Yeah. But I still felt I still felt better. Um, and they were like, "Hey, so so you're doing this right? Can you do this?" And going into it, I knew I was I just had just asked myself a question: How far can I go? Um, and that was just in the back of my mind when I started. So I just kept saying yes to everything, every new thing that I, they would teach me. I was like, "Okay, well." Uh, follow these macros, okay? Like, like semi accurate? No. Do like, you do you remember um, your base uh, calorie intake in the beginning? I had started when we first started. The we were just eating the right. I was supposed to be doing twenty two hundred on a workout day, uh-huh. two thousand on a on a off day. Uh, but at at that point, I was just figuring out how to not eat. Sonic in the morning, so <laughs> uh, and, and and still get to get to work. 
So um, I opened I opened my business this year uh, or in 2021. So in March. So it was it was definitely a busy year for me, and I, I let it get to me a bit physically. But when I was following that, once I got the hang of it, that was the next step. Was hey, follow the exact calories down and and when I did I got to where every single day for I believe it was three months I was at 2200 and we're talking I would I would be 2190 to 2210 was I was within that that's how close I was every day um, and maybe I took it too far but I mean I, I would even if I was gonna eat almonds I would count the almonds to make sure that I was, I was, I was right where I was supposed yeah, to be. That's how you like, do if it. This, if this system works, yeah. If this system works, I'm gonna prove. I'm gonna test it out. Um, but then about a month and a half after, for three months, it was right there. And then after that, we bumped it down a little bit more of a cut because I had a goal I wanted to hit by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to get sub eight percent body fat. So you and you never really focus on the amount of weight that you wanted to lose. No, because uh, I, I I actually I, I I wanted to increase muscle mass. Mm-hmm. So and, you, and you know, probably you were going to increase your weight at some point. Exactly. So my overall health and my and my my stats were more what my goals were set for rather than a specific weight because if I was a certain weight but I still had high a higher fat and low muscle mass and I was tired all the time then then what would be the the point yeah. of it uh, I want to feel amazing and and look amazing mm-hmm. is the goal um, so I was looking more at well what's my body fat percentage and can I keep what I was trying to do was keep my weight as close to I to my original as I could while losing the fat um, I ended up still losing 17 pounds uh, which was surprising to me because that was about that was right at 10% of my body weight that I lost wow very interesting now it looks like you were not really overweight you just wanted to get in a better shape so what really drove you to walk at at Hidogen at that point and make that big change. What really, what was the motivation factor? Man, the uh, so for me, I look at everything in my life as like, okay, what what can be fulfilling for me? But I do like myself. I I mean, I'm a believer in um, myself. I I I guess yeah, I'm a Christian, and so I I try to live my life based off of the two main uh i guess you could say uh, thing the two main rules that god gave us which was love god and love people mm-hmm. and uh over the last several years developing uh, my business plan and and eventually opening my business i learned that that becoming the best version of yourself is one of the best ways to love people and even when my office in our our first year was succeeding I noticed that whether we were succeeding or going through a, a rough spot I, I was tired and that affected my ability to to coach to train to get to it, it, it affects capacity 
and how I played that out for me was okay. This is what I'm bringing to the table for for the people around me. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was it, like uh, a wake up call. Like, well, the business oh, yeah. is doing good, but in order for me to keep up, I have to change myself. Yeah, to to keep up with that, yeah, and to really feel fulfilled, like with my with more of my life purpose, which I knew. Uh, was more of my center mm-hmm. for me and I was like okay well if I can the very first thing I am is I'm a physical being and if I'm not taking care of my physical how on earth am I supposed to expect uh, my business or, or uh, my spiritual journey to to thrive uh, when I'm living inside a body that is is not happy yeah yeah but I knew I, I just had to I just had to commit that's a very unique uh, motivation factor. Most of the people that I talk about is about weight. Is about oh, I had I had a a trip schedule and I want to get in shape for that trip. <laughs> so it's that very interesting bringing your perspective of something very unique. Uh, and uh, and on that realm that you were, what you think made you uh, successful in this journey? It was the fact that you were sticking with the plan. It was the discipline. It was the perseverance mm-hmm. to keep doing it because I'm pretty sure that at some point in time you also had some uh, temptations to go and eat something that it was yeah. not, uh, you know, on the menu. So what what sure. really made you successful? Absolutely, yeah. So there there were definitely some some struggles along the way. I, I will say I was able to hit my goal, my my initial goal of getting sub eight percent. Uh, and that was in a, a four and a half period. I had started about 14.4% and dropped down to 7.3. And I, what I, I really did was I, I just entered into it very um, with consistency and the idea of I'm going to be very methodical about this in mind. Uh, I had learned some concepts uh, through through business and through life, um, and I'll give I guess I'll give a little shout out to to Grant Cardone. But one of the things he says is is when you're taking a step, commit now and, and figure out the rest later, because if you try to figure everything out before you commit, you'll never start. Yeah, good point. And so that's that is. The prime reason I had I had just gotten over a sickness in August, and that's when I had decided I was like I'm walking in this gym, I'm getting this membership, I'm I'm not just getting a membership I'm signing up for coaching, I'm gonna talk to a dietitian and everything they tell me I'm gonna do it. That was my step one. What got me through the temptations was rather than take the approach of so can I have a cheat day once a week. Or like a cheap meal, or like where where's my freedom? I took the opposite approach and said, if I'm ever if there's ever a seesaw, like if I'm ever teetering on this, is this a yes or a no? Choose the harder option every time. So so should I do four or five cardio a week? Five. Should I should I go for thirty minutes or twenty minutes? Thirty minutes. <laughs> Just. And I was just like everything. Should I should I be a surplus of of, of twenty calories today or, or minus twenty calories? Minus. 
and I, I just with everything. So I didn't have any cheat days. I just decided that that was an option that if I said yes to that, then it would be like, well, not even Thanksgiving. Uh, not even Thanksgiving, actually. <laughs> wow. I will. I will say New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was my first official uh, cheat meal, um, and uh, but that was it. And I'm I'm right back to it. So wow. yeah, it very was cool. Thanksgiving, I had white turkey breast, um, and potato, and some asparagus. It was it was amazing. Were you, were you counting the macros on Thanksgiving, or you were by that time you were so well trained that you were like, okay, I know that this uh, this combination here is good for me. I I knew the combination was good, but I did measure out the amount of of each of them. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now, it do you think that now six months, seven, pretty much seven months, do you think that became a lifestyle that you're gonna be able to carry on? Uh, absolutely. Uh, there's there uh, as far as the like temptations that I will say, when you're on a cut phase, um, I mean there'd be some times where I would dream about food. Like it was, it's, it's, I mean, food's amazing. And I, but for me, I know not everyone's the same for me personally. I love food. Yeah. Like I love eating out. It's one of my, one of my hobbies. So when I cut that, it was, it was a lifestyle change for me. Yeah. But when you feel the, the physical change in your body, the amount of energy I have, even my, my uh, colleagues in the, in the insurance industry, or have we're asking Daniel what happened like you kicked into a whole nother gear yeah our the entire agency's production went up my capacity I was able to I just had way more energy throughout the day and now each morning I look in the mirror and I actually set time aside to look at my progress and I didn't realize how important this was but if I would be busy and I wouldn't look at my body, the temptation was stronger. But you, because you forget your progress, right. and I'd forget why I was doing what I was doing. So now I make sure to look and go, hey, look at what you've done, Daniel. Like, look at your progress, and remind yourself that without what you've paid, you wouldn't have this. Mm -hmm. And this is this is something to be cherished and, and valued. Uh, even your self-confidence in the business sometimes it changes the way that you present mm -hmm. yourself in the meeting you just feel more confident overall absolutely yeah it's very rewarding and and honestly uh the diet is for at least for mine i i love it yeah. i mean there's you, there's a lot of ways that you can cook food and you don't have to to put sugar and and, and fats and and that when you eat a decent portion yeah. and you get used to that, you your body does get used it to it. It doesn't need to be chicken and broccoli all the time. <laughs> exactly. No, definitely not. Did you miss the sweets or you're not really a, a, a guy that likes sweets? Oh, I have a massive sweet tooth. Yeah. That, that, that is... Um, I didn't miss them for a long time. And I would say around the around the holidays, like Thanksgiving, oh. I didn't have any sweets, oh, wow. and I was surrounded by sweets. That was, and I'm a I'm a pumpkin pie fanatic, 
and chocolate cake and they had this Costco chocolate cake and this amazing pumpkin pie and I was like oh my gosh I could eat I could eat both of those I didn't um, but that's a very yeah. interesting thing right because you that, at that point you didn't have any cheating meal you already achieved your goal of 80% body fat what really were you just challenging yourself to not uh, derail what why why you didn't you know kind of reward yourself with like one piece what, what really once you once you accomplished you want to challenge yourself because to me it feels like that's what you did oh yeah yeah no there for me i do see a lot of areas in life where things can be a slippery slope mm. and i i pay attention to that so uh, in that area i was like well this is step one I like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I do want to gain size. That is the ultimate goal. So I've lost 17 pounds. I'm like down two, three belt buckles, and uh, all all my pants are too big. Like it's it's completely different in the right direction, but this is just the beginning of the journey yeah. for me. And going, okay, am I going to start throwing in a, a little? Reese's peanut butter cup here and a little Snickers here even once a week that once a week is going to become once a day before you know it and I mean once a day that's like 700 calories right there yeah, yeah. of sugar, of sugar and, and the wrong kind of fats mm -hmm. No, that's an that's, entire meal that's a very important point uh, and that's, uh, that shows also the level of commitment that you, you put into this uh, it almost feels like if you do it, you're gonna feel guilt, and that little, you know, change may become a habit. And this is exactly what you want to avoid: is to become a habit, uh, because yeah. you were able to do once. Now let me repeat again. Absolutely. Now, uh, did you have any problem uh, balancing your uh, workload as a as a business owner and the new lifestyle with with the food and with the schedule to train and everything did you struggle a little bit with it or was it pretty natural it uh, it was a little easier than i than i realized um i live seven minutes away from my office so i'm able to either go home or i i meal prepped a lot so i would just bring food to the office so i could eat there during the day um, even breakfast all the way through, uh, but made it a, a practice. I just got more disciplined with everything, and like we mentioned, uh, my performance got better at work. I mean, when when I forced myself to eat five times a day, when before I was only eating twice, if that, but the wrong kind of meals and and way too large. Mm -hmm. Now I'm pacing then my pacing actually improved with everything else. So my, my sleep, my work schedule, uh, how I managed my time, I was able to fit more in a day. I have been able to fit more in a day now that I do that. I, I will say, doing cardio and working out, I mean, I'm putting in probably 10 to 15 hours a week uh, in the gym. And, but those are hours that are, are, are maximizing my other hours because, are you saying that because you train twice a day, like cardio early in the morning, then uh, uh, weight training later on? You know, I, I've been able to do, so I train four days a week. And then uh, during the cut phase, I was doing four cardio a week. And I would 
put three of those cardio, I'm sorry, five cardio a week. I would put three of those on a non-trained day. So that would be in the morning uh, or at night whenever I could fit it in. Uh, but I, the goal was on an empty stomach is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I would train, if I would do cardio on a train day, I would train first and then do cardio. Right. Uh, same concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I do my best to do some sort of physical activity every single seven days a week. And and you always go to the gym or you do some of this workout at home? So I, I did most everything at Hidden. Uh, our, where I live, there's a I have a Stairmaster, mm-hmm. actually. So uh, lucky enough to have one of those. So that I would do a lot of cardio there. Yeah. But it, everything else I, was at Hidden. That's good. That's that's. Uh, uh, it's obviously good to have uh, some sort of uh, cardio equipment at home. Many to do those like early in the morning, empty stomach, uh, fasting cardio. Oh. You know, and and stair step for Yuri is is to me was the lifesaver because yeah. growing up I would jog, and, and jogging right when you wake up, it's high impact. It's like it gets your adrenaline going, and I would say as as humans are we're like that's kind of a fight or flight instinct that's that's flight like running yeah. so so when you wake up and the first thing you have to do in the morning is run for your life um it's it's a lot easier to just start that stair stepper at five or six and go okay i'm awake okay i'm just walking upstairs okay i can do this yeah yeah i agree i agree i have i have one in my garage and also it's a lifesaver and also really good uh, on my knees because I really cannot mm-hmm. run. I can stay one hour uh, on a set mass, but I cannot run for one hour for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Now, we only talk about the good things and, and, and the way that you adjust. Now, now, tell me the hardest part of this journey. I mean, I got to have one. I mean, it was not only you know good things which was the the hardest part that you said yeah no i i um i I think i try to frame things like as soon as i get through it i'm like oh see i learned that so it was good but it took a long time to figure out the food like to figure out how i was going to uh, the portions it went well i'll tell you when i first did it I was so overwhelmed with what uh, Chris Prosser had, had sent over to me. I was like, dude, I have no idea how to break this down. Like, I just, it, it was just too much. And he was like, just just eat the foods on the bottom. Start there. And, and just eat what, don't worry about portions, just only eat that. And I was like, okay. And once I got that down, he was able to switch it to another approach. So it was like, but it, it took several it was like three weeks before I actually understood how the math worked, and and even even uh, portioning because chicken breasts are all different sizes. Like nothing's cookie cutter, mm-hmm. and and the way if I had it my way, it would all be cut perfectly for me. So learning that was definitely like I had to get a food scale, and had to learn that cooked food weighs lighter than before it's cooked but all the caloric content and the macros on the nutrition facts are when it's uncooked (laughs) so i'll just say on average meat like salmon ground beef depending on what you get 85 or 90 uh, and chicken they lose 
80 to 80 I mean they're the resulting weight is 80 to 85 percent of the uncooked weight yeah so if you weigh something that's six ounces that's cooked it's probably actually like 7.3 ounces so I had to figure that out because I was like if I'm that off every meal for five months right that's not gonna be good yeah yeah so that that I will say I had to sit down and take however long it took did you to did you complement some of the meals with a whey protein or was everything was really food no I, I did use protein and that was that was nice like it helped buy me some time when I couldn't figure out how to weigh the and scale and cook the meat in time with my busy schedule um, but I was I was having like four shakes a day oh really wow yeah you just to get the protein in and i was like man i, I don't i don't want to just be having protein all the time protein shakes mm -hmm. so i th that's when i had to really sit down and go okay i need to figure out a system for myself and it, everyone's different as far as what works for you not everyone lives seven minutes from their from their office but i had to figure it out and and once i did then i was like okay i can eat chicken I can eat salmon because I'm mainly cutting, and um, I tried to pick foods that were lower in calorie, mm -hmm. so that I felt like I was eating more. Mm, yep. So, so avocado's fine for my diet, but I wasn't having avocado because it was it would use up too many of my calories, and I, I would feel like I wasn't eating. Yeah. Today. What about eggs? A lot of eggs. Uh, only egg whites. So I would try to get my fat from something that was. I fell in love with almond butter, um, just organic Justin's almond butter. That was like, that was my dessert every day. Now, Daniel, was this the first time that you ever done that or did you do something similar in the past? Or this is, was really the first time that you, that you went through a program where you had to control your diet, your training? This is the first time. I've done things in the past where I focused on discipline, but I didn't have a coach. Mm. I didn't have, so I had some concept. I had a YouTube video or, or a, a football buddy, right? And they'd say, oh, this is how you put on size. And I would be really strict. And that was what I learned about myself was, was I'm good at being disciplined. Um, but I knew that I needed to surround myself with with people who had experience in the game and who were winners and that's why i was like well i'm gonna look for a great team and, and i found him did you also learn a lot from the training perspective because it, it it feels like you learn a lot from the nutrition what about the training did you uh uh you know learn some strategies that work better for you based on the experience at hidden absolutely uh, I learned a lot of things. I learned about, I, I did, did learn some form. I've, I've had some good training in the past on form, um, but there, just some new things about how to pace a workout mm -hmm. so that you're giving your body the, the best amount of, um, you put it in the right amount of exhaustion at right. the end of the workout. Uh, and, and then I'm getting the right amount of recovery. I learned about how important it is uh, what to eat before you work out. Uh, lear I learned the, the different foods um, that where I'd, 
I, I used to, man, I would have to eat two hours before I worked out because I didn't realize what the food I was eating. Mm -hmm. But now I can eat 30 minutes before I work out and I have more energy, but I, I don't get nauseous like I used to. So, but that's all just trial and error talking through with the trainer going, man, I'm, I'm nauseated. He's like, well, why? Yeah. Well, I, I, I ate an hour ago and he's like, well, what'd you eat? And so a lot of it was, was just natural, just through the conversation, even between sets, we'd talk about, uh, form and but different since things. your goal is to build muscle, did you also learn more about, uh, the weight training from the perspective of, because one thing that we see a lot many of people that go through this process of learning to, to lift, to get big, is they immediately want to lift heavy. And uh, it doesn't really work that way, right? So did you also want oh. anything on that, on that manner? Yeah, um, I, I was always wanting to go heavier. <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, it, it, was, it, it was funny because they were like, man, you're pushing yourself hard. Uh, we almost have to make sure that we, that you don't injure yourself, right? Um, which would I was I was glad to to push myself. But what I did learn was that if you're if you're in a cut phase, you have a different approach than in a building phase mm -hmm. or an off season phase. And you do you want to maintain as much muscle as possible. Um, but the I would say that if I learned one thing, it was activate the muscle more than brag about the numbers you push. Yeah, you have to, to definitely leave your ego outside. Absolutely. And when you leave your ego outside, that's when you see the improvements, mm -hmm. yeah. which, which is incredible because it, it's like the reverse goal is, is you want something to brag about. <laughs> well, leave your ego outside and, and, and go up, go drop the weight by 20 pounds so that your form is right yeah. and, and your breathing is right. And, and you are squeezing like, the muscle correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And seeing that, it's like, man, I lost weight, but I, I looked, I looked like I was more jacked than when I, when I started. Yeah. It's, it's amazing when you, when you really start putting things together, the nutrition, the training, it's it's like magic start to happen like wow now everything is working right it, it's it's really Absolutely. a fantastic feeling to to see everything coming together for sure yeah. yeah um did you do anything special from the recovery perspective uh like cryo or you know any type of uh, massage or anything or you you really didn't have to work on on that yet um, no, I, I did. So, and I'm glad you mentioned, I just grabbed my, my gallon water jug. So I did learn that I had to drink a gallon of water every day. Mm -hmm. That, that was for recovery. Um, I would put some of the, uh, like hydro BC delays in there, um, and just sip on it throughout the day. Um, some glutamine after a workout. So I would, I started paying attention to what I was, uh, my supplements, and I did see a chiropractor, I would say, man, maybe twice a month. Uh, actually, yeah, it was about twice a month. And just to make, and that actually was more important than I, than I even knew. Because um, she would re reset everything. And, and how tight I was before compared to how much 
more uh, mobility I had after, that's what helped me because I, I honestly think that I would have I would have been struggling a few months in mm-hmm. um, with a lot of aches and pains yeah. and not not been able to do certain exercises. I haven't had one problem. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And I'm glad you've done that. Uh, very important. A lot of people, they, they skip, they, they completely skip the recovery part. And, and then they get stuck on the progress and they don't know why. Yeah. I've had to stretch. I've had to make sure I stretch a lot too. Yeah. Well, Daniel, the time went by really fast. It yeah. was a great conversation. Uh, I think that this is an excellent episode to go out right in the beginning of the year where people are still working on that New Year's resolution. Uh, great example of grit and uh, persistence and, and discipline, right? So I, I'm really, really glad that we're able to record it right now, uh, right in the beginning of the year, because I think this is going to help a lot of people. Thank you very much for your time. Hey, thanks for having me, Yuri. I appreciate you. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in on another episode of Unleash Podcast. And see you again next time.